1: without white folks and be able to raise the question what is it that we're going to do independent of white people. It is very, very hard for us to envision a world without white people. But we cannot create our own agenda until and unless we can define an agenda that can envision a world in which they don't exist. Now we have to wake up and come back to the reality of them but certainly when we talk about a future, we have to talk about a future from our point of view and our historical understanding of reality.
2: Yem Hotel Indamanash Indamana Madru Habaragani Nangadef Salbona Ani Peace War Pan-African greetings, family. This is Kamal Mukasey-Duhudi, and you have entered Africa's reascension. As usual, we will start off with our pie or libation, which deliberately calls upon the energies of our African gods, our African spirit forces, and the forces of those yet born to guide and bless this endeavor. go. I go, I go, Odomakoman, in Yame, in the Treaty of Poem. Amen Ra, Olo Room, Mkulu Kulu, Beje Ensa. Asa Ensa. Abasun Ensa. Abasun Po Ensa. Nana Surjibi Ensa. Nana Esiketua, Ensa. Nana Dada Kofi Ensa. Nana Tiga Ray, nana Tiga Ray, nana Tiga Ray, insa. Nana Kumi insa, Kwaku Freya insa, nana Senkola insa, Ako Nadia Ben insa, Asu Bonten insa, Bochweywan sa, Nana no insa, in-sa. Manfo insa, insa Manfo abasu faw insa, abasu abasu faw insa. Yeshu Yashremo Ahoden, Yashremo in Chera, Yashremo Sikapa, Yashremo in Kwasso, Yashremo in Kwasso Ye in Kwasso. As to you, Odomakuman, Olorum, Inyame, Inyamewa, use me and this form to impart clarity and cultural consistency to all from the sound of my voice. May I speak directly to their sunsun, their spirit, and reawaken the long, dormant, and asleep African inside them. Medasi pa. Medasi Mo piafo. Mo ne casa. Medase no. Yo, medase no. The Apaya or libation, is an ancient practice that is still done to this day in all rural traditional areas throughout the continent. Past, present, and future become one as those of tomorrow. Look upon what we are doing now and drawing strength from and doing the rituals of yesterday. Again, welcome everyone in the chat and to everyone In the call queue, this is Kamal Mukasey-Dehudi, and you are in Africa's Reascension. Heavy, heavy topic. Quick few announcements, and then we'll jump right into it. This weekend, everyone, April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, will be the 21st Annual Sankofa Conference. The theme, Re-Africanization and Life Cycles birth, puberty, adulthood, family, elderhood, and final transition. April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at the Ideal Academy on 100 Peabody Street Northwest in here in Washington, D.C. 100 bucks gets you into the conference for the entire weekend, as well as their phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal Sankofa Journal, the Journal for uh, Re-Africanization and Nation Building uh you got to be there if you're anywhere close to DC, Maryland, Virginia, up in New York, come on down. Um there's folks that are getting buses to come on down. Um, I know the folks in Florida, about 30 folks they get in the bus and come up from Atlanta, um Cali, Arizona, everywhere. Folks, make it to this conference. This is an exception. This year will be an exceptional conference because um every Saturday They have their um, Rites of Passage graduation, and this year, um, this will be the largest Rites of Passage graduation that they've ever had in their 21 years. 31 young women, excuse me, 31 young girls will become women, and 31 young boys will become men. Not actually 31, I mean, the total is 31. I haven't heard how the breakdown is going to be like 16, 15, I don't know but they've never had 31 at one time and so we're expecting a lot of folks to come through this year and that's phenomenal you got to come to this conference I can't say more about it Um, I can't speak more highly of it I should say. So this weekend coming up April 1st, 2nd and 3rd um, Ideal Academy 100 Peabody Street Northwest here in D.C. for 100 bucks then your weekend, how to make it. Tied into that, since I will be there, there will be no show next weekend, uh, next Sunday, uh, because it's always high energy, high time. On that Sunday, they end with um, an authentic African ritual. Um, we call it a comb, and it's going to be phenomenal, and I'll just be in a different energy space at that time. So. There will be no show next weekend, but in two weeks, we'll definitely get back onto this um, identity confusion piece. Um, Next announcement, there is a brand-new blog talk show that had its debut uh, last Thursday night um, called Pan-Africanism or Perish. That's the full title of the show. Um and and it's it's um every Thursday from ten to twelve PM ten PM to twelve midnight. Um, here on Blog Talk, so just go to Blog Talk Radio and then you know type in Pan Africanism. Um it's hosted by um a brother who now goes by, Taj Malik. I know him by Jaja Malik Atan Ra. Um you can type in one of those names in the search and get it to Um, Not only is this brother one of my best friends in our eventual victory, because I hate using the word struggle, but he's also um, one of my best friends, just period, and he's finally ventured into the blog talk arena, and he has some very, very hard-hitting,
1: very, very
2: um, clear information that we need to hear, and um, he's doing it from his particular perspective. He's and said, screw America, <laughs> he lives in Africa now, he just got fed up, and he's trying to get me to do it, too, and and whew, the way it is over here, I'm getting closer and closer to that. <laughs> Greetings back to you, Brother, brother Tosh. So, yes, um, every Thursday night, 10, 10 p.m. to 12, Pan-Africanism or Parish, I think this week, this Thursday, his topic is African identity versus Arab nationalism or African identity within the Arab world on the continent. So that's definitely going to be a good show. And um, tune in in and check it out. Also, and and I've had this up for a while and I've always failed to mention it, (laughs) so my bad, Africa's Reascension is on YouTube. Um, Just go to YouTube, type in Africa's Reascension with a K, Um, Africa's with an S, all one word Um, I've uploaded some some video clips of some of these shows here But then I've favorited and liked hundreds of magnificent lectures From all different walks of the Africa-centered life So Africa's Reascension also has a YouTube YouTube channel So uh, please check that out um, and send comments and feedback And all that sort of stuff too um all the announcements. And Brother Tosh, please hit me up after the show's over with. We need to talk, bro. Uh all right. So over the next few weeks we will explore different facets of the prevailing mental illness within the stolen African community. The psycho illness of identity confusion. While we expect the average stolen African not to really know who they are, you know, based on all the media crap that they get hit with, we will be directly addressing those who call themselves aware and awake and conscious and whatnot, but who still shout to the world, I am not African. A historical analysis will be shared tonight. Then um, in the upcoming weeks we'll share some words from the lives of continental or disrupted We're stolen Africans over here, and the continental Africans are disrupted Africans based on Caucasoids and what they did. Um, But we'll share some words from their lives um, so folks can see, you know, if we in America are so different from them and if our situation today is so different from theirs. And then later we may even delve into an African-centered psychological analysis of identity and how its coherence is supremely important for the start and continuation of any successful project and program. The next few weeks will be highly informative. If you know stolen Africans who say they are not African or say that all I know is America and that's what I identify with, please share these programs with them.
1: When you're separated from yourself You're separated from your real self You're separated from your potential There's a vacuum created And there's also a pain created as well A a vague feeling of discomfort and dis-ease That's extremely discomforting The individual then must relieve This pain and must relieve this emptiness that has occurred as a result of being separated from who he or she really is. The individual asks who he or she really is and somehow must arrive at an answer. When other people who rob you and separate you from yourself, and this is the essence of brainwashing, you see, to separate the individual from his identity, to make him uncomfortable, to make him confused, to make him suffer pain, and say, now, if you think about yourself this way, if you see yourself this way, this is, if, you, if you assume that this is who you are, you will come together again, and you will be healed, or you will be at one with yourself. In this way, then, a false and artificial identity is placed within the person. And the person will often identify with that input or that false, uh, interjected soul. And because it brings them a certain amount of comfort, or because it, they see it as protecting them against destruction or annihilation and so forth, they will cling to it and see it as a part of themselves. And in this sense then, blacks have been made to think to a good extent that by escaping their African self and trying to deny their color and trying to escape African culture and so forth, they have opened, we have opened ourselves up to being implanted with a white demon. And it is that white demon in us that manipulates our bodies, and manipulates our minds It is one of the reasons why we lose self-control We say things that we know we shouldn't be saying But we can't, what, help ourselves We eat things that we know we shouldn't be, what, eating But the appetite is out of control, you see And if you look at what you say If you look at what you eat If you look at what you desire You will see all those things that you eat That you desire, that you want are things that maintain and enrich white folk. It means, then, that the demon that's implanted in the place of the real African self is a demon that works for its creator, you see, and it works to maintain its creator in a place of domination. That is why the process of reclaiming our African selves and coming back to ourselves Is a process of exorcising devils. And that is the reason why a reclamation of ourselves is a reclamation of health, a reclamation of self-control, and a reclamation of love and a reclamation of positive relations between black men and black women and between ourselves and the world. Thank you very much.
2: So W.B. Du Bois. Said that the problem of the 20th century Gregorian calendar was the color line. Baba Baye Kesba Ra and Baba Ajay Okoto were the first two people that I heard articulate that the problem of the 21st century Gregorian calendar would be culture, culture, and Baba Ajay even went as went further to say that African identity reclamation is where. We must spend a large amount of our time in this particular um, time that we're in. And now, even before I'd heard, you know, Baba Ajay say those say those words, um, I, I, it, the, the, the identity piece hit me very early on. I remember one of the first little quotes that I created. Up at um, when we were um, at, at San Diego City College, and we we were running the um, the African Student Union there, and we had created T-shirts, and on the front of it we had put "Love Yourself," but then on the back, on one of mine, this is early, early on in my consciousness, I said, "In everything you do, you must be African about it." And you know that I, I forget what what hip hop song that it came from, but I. I they had said and everything you do, you need to be something else about it. And so I took whatever that other word was and put African in. And so we're talking, you know, late 90s. I, I, I had the, the, this need, this push that, that this American identity wasn't the way to go and the African identity was the way to go. And and now that I feel that I'm more seasoned in it, knocking on um, two decades of being dedicated into this um movement, and eventual victory that we're going through, the identity piece is even more, more critical. And I have a lot more ammo (laughs) to prove that point now um, than I did back then. And my first foray into this whole blog talk thing was Mr. Holipsism and Holipsism's Haven, and, and he gave me time and space to do my identity to debate with um a Hotel, which of course I and other folks feel that I crushed them. But if for you and yourself, if you want to hear that debate, you know, blogtalkradio.com slash three oh one. I've got it right there on the front page. So you probably even gotta do nothing. I think it loads up um automatically. Um or you can go to Mr. Holipsism's show and type in my name or identity debate, and it's come up. But I, if I remember right, <laughs> I should know this, right? I, if I remember right, it's directly on my page right down at the bottom, and I think it plays automatically if you don't do anything. But And then it was from there that I was like, you know what? I have a unique voice and some unique information that I want to share, and then and, and, and the spirits move me in a certain way. So then, boom, I got my own blog talk show, Africa's Reessential. So this identity piece is crucial, 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 crucial for what we're in now. And and um, as always, time is going down, and so we will use all the 15 minutes they give us after the um, quote-unquote live broadcast over the computer dies down, dies out. So for anyone who wants to continue to be a part of this, uh, make sure you call in 760-454-1111 in um, about two minutes, we'll play the close and then continue. This identity piece, we gotta crush it. To quote, "We were not conquered, we were confused." This quote comes from our African deities at the national shrines of Africans in America here in Virginia. Historically. Our first major bout with identity confusion probably occurred around 300 A.D., Gregorian calendar. Now, for folks who are frequent listeners, you, you, you're starting to see a trend. This 300 A.D. time didn't just pick it out at random. It seems to be a key and critical and pivotal point of our African existence. Um, After centuries of failed invasions or partial invasion attempts by foreigners, at this time, finally Kemet succumbed to the pressure of the colonizers and became Egypt proper. Not only did non-Africans now finally control the known world's most grand powerhouse, but the culture of Kemet at this time became weak, Bastardized, confused, and transformed. It seems like Kemet was the locked African door for the rest of the continent because once Kemet is forced to leave their way, is forced to leave their relationship with Ma'at, Kepara, Amin Ra, are forced to write in Greek, etc., this led the way for the religious colonization of Ethiopia. The religious colonization of Sudan, which weakened North Africa um, sufficiently for Arabic culture cultural and religious incursions, and the spread of the cultural confusion has not stopped to this day. Identity confusion is an after effect of cultural confusion, and with that, who you were, who you are, begins to be shaped. Only in the ways of the colonizing, conquering group, cometic names like Nefarataseti gives way for Caesarius Romanticus. If we want to deal with the Roman invasions, Hetheru is replaced by Hathor, which is then replaced by Aphrodite. Three hundred years later, new colonizers come: Arabs and Islam. So new gods come, a new culture comes, and new names are forced on African people. 600 years later, new colonizers come, caucasoids and Christianity. So new gods come, a new culture comes, new names are forced on African people. 400 years after that, colonizers decide to remove African people and forcefully fit them, us, into a new reality. New gods, new culture, new names. I'm deliberately belaboring this um, historical aspect because one common response of those who say we are not, they are not African is that they know nothing of Africa, all they know is America. So this Cliff Notes version of our history uh, was presented to help explain why they only know America and why they don't know Africa. Now, you could argue that was a more circuitous explanation, so let me try to be more direct. For those who say they are American because that's all they know, I would say, would you say that in relation to your employment? Check this out. You go to work and your boss comes and he requires you to do something you've never done before, you haven't done before. Do you say, boss, I can't do that because this is all all I know? If you did, you'd probably be fired. It is expected that you will take part in a small five-letter word to expand your knowledge base. This five-letter word, which is so simple, when folks fight against it, to continue to pander to their, it's all I know, laziness. We, nation builders, should just shun them. So they don't drain our precious energy, drain our precious resources, and drain our precious time. Now, we also have to be agile mentally and quick enough to be able to ascertain someone who is, is saying that honestly and someone who's saying that disingenuously. And so I'm really right now speaking to those who are saying it disingenuously. Um Because usually if you share a bit of information that folks didn't know about before, they'll pause, they'll ponder, they'll think about it. They may even leave you and think about it and then come back, you know. And, and again, Brother (laughs) brother Jaja had to help me get to that point of being able to more quickly ascertain genuine questions from disingenuous questions. I I think I'm there now, Brother, so thank you for (laughs) working with me patiently. When dealing with new, unknown job based information, and when dealing with new, unknown African cultural information, all the this is all I know person needs to do, that five letter word, L E A R N. Learn! Learn. Learn about your African culture. Learn about your African spirituality. Learn about traditional pre-invasion African cultural values. Learn, learn,
0: learn. Learn how you
2: were deliberately confused from your African self-deserved Caucasoid interests on all levels. Learn how things were so so we can learn how to um, transform and adapt the best of ourselves to our present-day realities. Learn what fighters against colonized forces, colonizing forces, did and are doing to regain a sense of themselves before colonization and adapt that to your specific needs. Learn, learn, learn. If you can learn a new job skill, if you can learn a new game to teach your children, if you can learn a new damn rap song, if you can learn a new dance to dance in the club, if you can learn something new about your mate, you can definitely learn about your African existence. This, the the this is all I know. All I know is America. Response is admitting to intellectual laziness, especially in this information age, and especially with the African-centered information explosion that is presently upon us. Point blank, the excuse I'm not African because America is all I know. Does not fly anymore And when one lets those words Fly out of their mouth You expose yourself You expose your insincerity In regards to the race Because with all this information out To say you are not African What do you have to offer Different To us Africans in regards to solutions Skin color unity alone has been proven already not to be enough. Voting, marching, protesting, yelling, screaming, shouting, praying, etc., has been proven already not to be enough. What new, workable, viable solutions from within this Caucasoid reality is there left to try? How much longer will we continue to try pseudo-solutions from within Caucasoid reality? How many more times are we going to lie to the future generations and tell them the only reality worth anything is President Caucasoid One? When they can even when they can see that it's even a lie, it is hilarious. Some folks who feel America is the end all be all will have nation in their username or claim awareness <laughs> or claim achievement. Or claim to be a black uh, 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 a leader of black talk. Excuse me, to claim to be a leader of black talk, or the most schizophrenic schizophrenic behavior is they'll even have an African name. Now, did you get that last one? Some will some will say that they are American, but have an African name. All these examples express identity confusion. These types of people and many hundred others do not need a microphone, YouTube access, or blog talk show. They need to sit back with books, audio, video lectures, and learn, learn, learn. Got 60 seconds. Don't hang up, Jaja. Play the closing. Got a little bit, a few more prepared comments, and then we'll go from there. Abibi Fahodier Total African liberation.
1: The way the
2: system of European control works is that you have to accept a concept of reality which makes them superior. If you deny that, their thing will not work, and they will lose their control. All right, Brother Judge, I see your hand is up. What I'm going to do is i prepared some stuff, so I just got a little bit more that I'm going to read, and then going to bring you in. Technically, you're in now, but just in case the switchboard dropped, I'm bringing you in. But let me just finish this, and I know you got something to add in on this um, identity piece. The truth of their African identity. Oh wait, okay. Learn the truth of your African identity, and then and then get back on the talking circuit and from, and impart cultural clarity to the masses, versus continuing to spread the disease of cultural confusion. The excuses stop here. Intellectual laziness ends now, especially if you want to have an audience, and especially if you're talking to folks that want to be a part of this African nation that we're rebuilding. Learn, 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 learn. Now, I will go back at the end of this show and put up, in the blog um, tied to this show, um, these five books that, that I'm going to mention. So folks can no longer say, I don't know anything about Africa, and they can no longer say, I'm not African, so they can no longer say, I'm just American. So five good books that really, really um, explain the African identity excuse me. That 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 for these I'm not African, I'm only American folks. Get this in your library. The African Personality in America by Dr. Kobe Cambone. Seeking the Saku, S A K H U, by Doctor Wade Nobles, Let the Circle Be Unbroken, and To Be African by Dr. Marimba Ani, and The Maroon Within Us, by Dr. Asa Hilliard. If you get and read those five, just those five, it ain't it ain't too much. I mean, speaking of Saku, is probably the thickest one. Um, all the other ones, you know, about 200, 250 pages. And even Let the Circle Be Unbroken is Small, that's under 100 pages. You get those five books you should be able to walk away with a nice, clear sense of your and our African identity. Because we, we, once we clear this identity piece up, then we can move forward with solutions. Then we can move forward arm-in-arm um, in, arm in step culturally culturally. Because right now we're too damn confused, too damn scattered, don't know who we are, but then we want to unite, then we want to get together and do some stuff. And all these different worldviews excuse me, all these conf- different conflicting worldviews then come up at the unity table, and they stop all attempts at unity. As I've said before, to quote Dr. Malifia Sante, consciousness precedes unity. So we should probably even stop talking about unity for a minute <laughs> and and get this identity piece down and get some um, cohesive consciousness down first within a large group of us and then move forward towards unity and then move forward towards nation-building. All right, I'm going to shut up because we've got a caller. Brother Jaja, go ahead. What you got to add to this, man? You on?
0: Greetings, Pan-African family, and Brother Kamal from the front lines. Uh, just, just wanted to first uh, give thanks for you to keeping up uh, the, the uh, information out there uh, that we can use for African liberation, uh, because uh, we need to encourage each other, uh, all of us who are participating in the endeavor to enlighten our African people. So that's the first thing I wanted to say. And for as the identity piece, and for as your last statement, as consciousness uh, precedes uh, unity, uh, this is uh, a correct analysis of uh, what is needed. Uh, however, I will say, coming from a Pan-Africanist perspective, the rea- reality is, as long as that we are not free. And as long as that we are operating under the system of Caucasoid white supremacy and any other uh, non-African supremacy, Arab supremacy, then we are going to see the same symptoms uh, that we, that uh, that we are exhibiting today. So, for as the identity piece, this is going to continue to happen. It is going to continue to manifest itself within the masses. Of African people so until we come to the conclusion that dissolution is the liberation of African people from under these oppressive and racist systems then we can deal with reclaiming our African identity on a much larger scale so um, with that, I think that we have to really look at um, things that we can come together on now. Like, for example, can we all agree that we're African? Okay. There we go right there. <laughs> uh, no, it goes, to the identity. Okay, okay. Yeah, it goes <laughs> back to the identity. Yeah, I am saying it's going back to the identity. But this thing is more, I think we can more, we're more able to achieve some level, not everyone, because in anything, you're not going to get every African to agree to this. But I think that we can get a nice sum of Africans from around the world to agree that we're African, if it's nothing else. Now, they might say they're a Christian, they might say they're Muslim, they might say they're atheist, they might say a whole lot of other stuff attached to that. But can we get to the point where we say that we're African? It seems like we're still battling this thing, especially from the, the, the African and American standpoint, of going from African to Negro, to colored, to black, to African American. And, 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 and now I'm trying to push that envelope where we're going back to just being African. So I think if we can just first start with that before we jump to anything else about identity, can we just stay within to say, are you African or not? Okay, there's about four or five classifications on the planet. Where do you fit in there? Now, we know that there are going to be some Africans who are going to say that they don't see color. They're going to say they're a human being, right? They're going to say they're from the planet Mars. I mean, they're going to say a whole lot of stuff, right? Just leave them alone. Because even if you give them this information, the likelihood that they're going to change just because you gave them a book title or a couple uh, passages from a book is not going to happen because the process that got them to the point where they think they're from the planet Mars, uh, they think that they don't see color, has been very thorough. You understand? That process of getting to someone in a racist society to say that they don't see color. African person getting to the point where they're saying that they don't see color in a racist society Society, you know that that's a whole lot of conditioning that has happened to that brother or sister that you would have to unravel, right? And you, and, and it would take too much time. In my in my understanding, I think we're talking about two different groups. I'm
2: like like in, in going to different vlog talk shows and, and and chat rooms and other stuff like that. I'm talking folks within who, who call them to, I mean, they're folks that has got um, awareness and achievement and nation and stuff attached to their name, but then they come into these blog talk shows where it's supposed to be about African unity and what to do and solutions and all that, and they'll get on the phone and get in the chat and talk about and spread that disease of they're not African, they're only American. And so then they confuse other folks who are listening on those shows too, because they're wasting our damn time with their identity confusion. And when and when me and other folks try to bring that clarity, then the whole discussion then gets there. So so I'm not even really talking about the masses who who may not know and those humanists and all that sort of stuff. I mean, you got see see you you out the country now, so you escape some of this. But we got these moors who are trying to infiltrate. The African ranks, especially here on the East Coast, and they are just totally confusing the folks talking about some damn Mu and Lemuria, and they're not African because they predate Africa and all that sort of stuff with no real proof. But it sounds good. Then you got these, so that's I'm trying to. Me and other folks are trying to get in on that level and and, and and get clarity and some consistency with those folks. Because, yeah, I agree, the folks that don't know, for those of us that do and are the nation builders, we just got to build, and once they see the fruits of what we're doing, I think they'll come along. Because I think a lot of folks, and you know, like I know, a lot of folks are just tired of this white system, but they'll have no other alternatives, so they keep doing it. If we can give them a viable alternative, they'll come. They won't have all the information. They won't have all that. They'll just come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and so... I'm I'm trying to get rid of the confusion from within the so-called conscious ranks and African ranks because folks mm. are messing up stuff. They really yeah, messing I,
0: it up. I would just add to that from my first show, Pan Africanism of Parish. I did play Great a show, clip from way. Professor. Oh, thank you. I uh, played a clip from Professor uh, Mahmoud Kusi, and he was asked exactly uh, what did he think. Was the problem in the decline of Pan Africanism, and he stated that African people have become too damn smart. I added the damn, but too damn smart. <laughs> okay? Ooh, and, and, okay, and 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 this going back to what you were just talking about. See, we have confused ourselves into in this confusion that happened after this whole '60s and early '70s thing. In this confusion, we have become educated, we have become more enlightened about all these different aspects of history, and this in turn has separated us, has divided us, right? We are in this group, the Moors over here, and this group over here, and this group over there, and everyone is pushing their particular perspective or ideology or philosophy or belief system, and this has caused the confusion, so we have to go back, and this is what I'm I'm um advocating on, on Pan Africanism in Paris. We have to go back, and they to have the original solution. Yeah, go ahead. and they have nerve enough
2: to use the African
0: stuff to push their agenda. Yeah, <laughs> the slap in but, the face. I'm sorry. Yeah, but see, but it's not just them. There's a lot of groups out there that we, you know, that we've been at this. I've been at this for almost 20 years. You've been at this for almost you know 20 years also. So what I'm saying is. Is that we have seen all kinds of stuff heavenly, right? <laughs> so we've seen the people that from another planet. I mean, we in our just little circles, we have come across so many different people, Africans, who are advocating so much stuff, and this is what is causing the confusion. Now there is uh, there is something that I'm going to do or show that I'm going to do that's going to address exactly what this who caused this and what happens and uh, what, who brought this confusion and how did this thing develop over a period of time. And I'll, I'll deal with that at a later <laughs> show. But the point is, is that this is the confusion. This is a division, brother. So we go from, from, from the history of pan-Africanism, we go from this collective agenda where we had scholars and, and African leaders on the same page pushing pan-Africanism. Tell me now, where can I get African leaders to sit down with a Marimba on a little Jeffries, a Wade Nobers, and we all coming together, and we're pushing this agenda for African people. Now, that's almost unheard of today, right? True. Almost now, unheard this, talks about to cut me off. Law, okay, get I'll minutes. let you in. <laughs> to cut me so, so call me
2: up in about two more minutes.
0: Okay, then, brother. All
2: right. All right. So, no show next week. Um, two weeks, we will continue this Identity Confusion Peace Part 2. Uh, Abibi Fahodie, Total African Liberation. Thank you, Brother Jaja. Yibede, in we will be victorious.